topics. Oh yeah. The fuck the what cop. What I try to do is just kind of like. It's like right now, oh, Cindy Williams from Laverne and Shirley died. Eh. <laughs> it's like it's, you know what's it's like you have that, and then you have Tyree Nichols, and then you have Trump, and then you have yeah. the NFL, and then you have Pam Anderson, and then Kanye. And then a Kardashian took clit fat and put that's it in their why, lips. Yeah. And then I do like all of these pop culture podcasts and I'm just kind of like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <sighs> like the whole like Jeffree Star thing. I was like, did it. I did two of them today. But don't that, want to hear about it anymore. That's where his like, there are people trying to guess who his NFL boyfriend is. It's He's just baiting everybody. I only know that because my wife. And he's she's, just baiting. It's like, who is it? I'm like, it's they're, they're, it's it's him staying relevant. If you talk about it, he lives another couple of years. Wow. You know, it's his horcrux. It's a Kardashian formula. It's this, Who it's, do you think mastered? That's actually brings up a great topic. Yeah. Who mastered the relevancy? Like train. Like who stayed on it and got one t one ticket? Everyone else got off. They yeah. stayed on and eventually was driving the train. Killed yeah. the conductor and was like, "We're taking this to Rancho Cucamonga instead of Irvine." Yeah, Calabasas. We'll go Is there. That where they live? Sure. <laughs> But it's even funny because like even this this Alec Baldwin news broke and it was like, here's Kylie Jenner all by herself in a black bikini. Mm. And I'm like, <laughs> can we have just one fucking day? No. Just one day. They won't let it happen. They got to flip it and be like, look it's, at us. Yeah. They also, I think, are in cahoots oh, all right. with with all the paparazzi oh, yeah, to be like, themselves for sure. hey, I spilled a I spilled a smoothie outside of. Uh, Morrow's Cafe, where I used to work, and I'm like, she she threw that on herself. <laughs> she was like, oh no, oh no. Anyways, we can't right. we can't do that, can we? We can't call TMZ. Hey, Michael Anthony, come video. Brad would do that oh, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Michael no, Anthony used to work. That was like, great because any, anytime, <laughs> anytime <laughs> something little people related would happen, I would just see Brad pop up on TMZ. But I always would love because it was. Mike, you know, is a comic and would just hit Brad up and be like, hey, can you just meet me here and then I'll come up to you. But Brad is such a bad actor yeah. that he, um, great comic, great friend. Terrible person, though. Awful. <laughs> no, uh, great dad, great husband. Uh, not great. Uh -huh. uh, but he comes up and, and Mike Lanthi comes up and I always love when people catch and they have to act so but it was like, don't even do a response. But Michael goes like, hey, Brad. And Brad goes, oh, hey. <laughs> didn't go, see you up there. Yeah, didn't see you up there. <laughs> oh. Okay, are we ready? I think we started. Yeah? yeah. All right. Great. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Just Saying, the podcast hosted by me, Justin Martindale. We've got a wonderful episode for you guys in store for you today. We've got amazing comic friend... I mean, my God, so many of, of the credits, so many shows that you're on right now that like everybody's watching. We have uh, Welcome to Chippendales. Sure. Uh, Young Rock. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so many. Look, yeah. Ham and Tommy, you played sure. Jay Leno. Sure. We've got, I'm just, I, Gaslit with Julia Roberts. Um, and that's it. Nothing else showed <laughs> yeah. up. No. Hilarious the Cowardly Lion in the fifth grade, my mom's favorite <laughs> performance to date. Amazing comic and friend Adam Ray. How are you, buddy? Great. Thank you for being here. Love you. I just love it. Love this podcast. You're hilarious. About time you're hosting your own show. God damn, right? Yeah. Jesus. I'm giving you a little nautical feel today. Spring is in the air. It is. Laundry day. Um, but I'm really glad you're here because we have so much to talk about. Right, um, right off the bat, I just want to talk about um, Welcome to Chippendales. Sure. Because I talked about it... Mm, couple episodes ago oh 
And Murray Bartlett, who is having a moment right now, I want to say he's kind of getting the Jennifer Coolidge. Totally. Treatment where he's been around, sure. but now it's like ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom. He had White Lotus and um, crushed it, blew blew up on that, and then I mean he was in Looking on HBO. Matt, was that on HBO Max? Yes, no. Pa Pax maybe, maybe Pax. Remember Pax? Tubi. Drink <laughs> with an eye. <laughs> Um, Pax was great because it was all like Christian rom-coms. Uh, so it was all like, David won't take me to the dance, but he wants to fuck me in the butt. Mm -hmm. I'm pair of, I don't remember the, I didn't watch any of the films, but it was, they were all very, they were funny, but yeah. they, uh, but not intentionally. QDC talk. Jesus is still all right with me. Keep him um, close to your heart. Keep him <laughs> close to your mind. <laughs> but recently, are you watching The Last of Us? No. Oh, okay. So. Murray Bartlett shows up in The Last of Us, which is the number one show right now on HBO Max. As a person who played the video games, I loved it. We'll get into Last of Us in a minute. But yeah. he Crushing showed it. up in episode three with Nick Offerman. Ooh. And it was like the story that no one saw coming where it was like two gays post-apocalypse. And I was here for it. But wow. I want to How'd they do? It was kind of gay, kind of gay. <laughs> they survived. They did their best without a lesbian in sight. I'm pretty proud of them both. Wow, you know, oh, yeah, but, a lesbian to kind of steer the ship. Hey, guys, we're going I, I, this way. Just yeah, my neighbor Denise like just coming area. in, just yeah. like I, you guys. I, I killed a bison. We got jerky for days. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, jerky for days yeah. is a great lesbian catchphrase. <laughs> But also, no one's ever mad about that. No one. I'm no one in walks into a home and says, "I've got jerky for days." And usually no probably understands that the home they've walked into is going to be receptive to right. that to that uh notion. Right. But I will get into that story in a little bit because ugh, it pulled at my heartstrings. But Chippendales, yeah. I binged like in 2 days. An easy watch. What? An easy watch. An easy watch and funny and just I just love a good throwback sure. to like LA a period. That's not today. Totally. <laughs> You know, yeah. like, oh, it's the 80s or the 70s, you know, even the 90s L.A. I can do. But like now I'm just like, oh, well, even the 90s. I feel like I hear stories of the Viper Room and the Roxy where I'm just like, fucking dude, Johnny Depp did what with who? And like, yeah. I feel like we're, I'm constantly getting little uh, nuggets and tidbits of like, oh, man, like we think we live in a dude, this one night at the store. And it I, we have lived some crazy nights out here for sure. Yeah, because that's just the nature of uh, our business and the world as it uh, continues to fall apart. But, but, um, uh, yeah, it seems like things were just crazier. Oh, yeah, ten years sure. ago and ten years before that, and the Chippendales era is so. Uh, I mean, people in those clubs, I was being told were the prostitution levels, but also duh, like you have these guys. I mean, the women were so horny and the guys were so willing to uh take care of that those uh you know needs yeah and even the extras in these scenes were bonkers i mean there was most of the dancers were gay there was this the kid who played otis mm -hmm. wasn't and he was telling me he was like man he's like i he's like things are getting a little real with some of these extras and i was like oh shit oh like what L like uh it's christmas hot, morning hot take <laughs> hot take yes um he, uh, he. I don't know if he carried uh, through on on any of his promises, but they, they all would have fucked him right there. 
I mean, it was crazy. They like at a certain and Otis, point. Otis was the was the African American dancer. Yeah, and he was straight in real life. Yes, and all the gay backup dancers wanted Otis. I'm sure. Sure. The it was Oprah level energy in Work. that uh, in that club, and like they take after take, but then and I'm just fucking skating around like an asshole, being like, take your shoes off, take your clothes off, open your eyes and open your tits, and take your mouth and put it on something special, and I'm just like. Rob Siegel, the creator who did Pam and Tommy, was like, dude, just skate around and say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. That's why I'm giving you the job. Because he hit me up. I did a table read for them when I was in Australia. We were doing Young Rock out there because of COVID. And so I did a table read and just read a bunch of small parts. And then he hits me up and goes, can you roller skate? And I was like, yeah, dude. Like, I won all these tournaments in the mid-90s. Really? No. Of course. I, haven't, I, have, been, I have not been on skates <laughs> like, since 1992. Since I asked Ellen Broley to all skate. And she was like, no thanks. Yeah, tournaments. Um, the uh, I would always try to shoot the duck and could never get all the way down. Hashtag fat kid problems. But also just that's a tough thing to do. The true roller skate lifers that would cruise in, mullet, they looked like th they knew Theo. Uh -huh. They looked like they'd come at the guys. And I would venture to assume most people that are the kings of the roller skate rings are like, dude, Theo Vaughn, that the, that, the, that, that the guy, that, that got funny. You know, so it's like, and I love those guys. There's a place for those guys in the world. Uh -huh. There's an aisle for them at Walmart. There's a place for them in my heart. And this guy was skating around as a kid. And I feel like I saw him again at Moonlit Rollaway in the Valley where I went two days before I started filming because I was like, I need to get the muscle memory back in my legs. But I was not comfortable on those skates uh, much at all. And, uh, and um, but it was crazy. The energy in that studio was bonkers. It looked like it. Yeah. And then you had Juliette Lewis, who my favorite line of Genius. the whole series, I fucking love it here. And I'm like, that's all I want. Yeah. Isn't just, she so good? God. Certain people that just aren't even acting. You're like, you're just she's so. She's not. I, yeah. She makes it look so. Every, everything yeah. she's in, she's just like, you know, and gays love unhinged women. We <laughs> really do. It's it's like. The most? Know, out of like, what? what's the order of people that you guys are big fans of? I mean, right now, uh, it's Jennifer Coolidge, of yeah. course. Uh, Megan is close. Number Markle? two. No, Megan the doll. Oh. Yeah. Like, she's having a moment as well. Cool. You know, we love a good, like, angry, pissed-off girl doll. And yeah. then, you know, every housewife, you know, who's, like, getting drunk, falling off a bus, showing her puss, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> who's not married that order. And, has, and has kids. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? That's what I always think about when I either see a porn or hear about somebody making money on OnlyFans or a teacher that fucked a student. Mm -hmm. You're just like, oh, man, like... At some point, I guess I just put myself in the sun shoes where I go like my mom, who I is my hero, single mom. You know, I only I've heard her in my stepdad, I think fuck once. Um, it wasn't great. I'll never unhear it. But uh, but also I was just like, well, good for them. Yeah. You know, this was like in their late 60s. And I was like, good for them. Yeah, I think because Betty White was like, I'm taking dick till I'm dead. Or, Betty White did it till the end. She like, did. I, Throat goat like queen. Oh, <laughs> God. She took tips from Nancy Reagan. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> and a friend. And your friend's friend. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love a good unhing uh, an unhinged woman. Yeah. And this is the podcast for it because we were going through our stories today and I was like, wow, men can really take a back seat on this week because really? there are some unhinged this is women. This week. And I get it. And I say, go for it, ladies. Yeah. Like, what about this cop it. who banged uh, all the uh, cops? Rock on, Queen. Good for you. Like, seriously. like, And everyone's like, how gross. I'm like, I'm sorry. Nick Cannon has 85 children. Yeah. Like, this woman can take, like, six off-duty cops. Also, being a cop, we shot Young Rock uh, this last season in Memphis. 
Not a lot oh, going I'm sorry. On. R.I.P. Yeah. Oh not wait, no, the show. I thought you said we shot. <laughs> I thought it was like a rappers. <laughs> oh, oh, so funny. I was like, quick, young quick rock. Young rock got shot. I'm like, oh t- no, not it doesn't not like now. That young gravy, young fucking. I don't know. Insert other rapper, but like they're um, not young rock. <laughs> <laughs> that does. Oh, that does sound like a rapper. <laughs> God, it he does go so in like, places. <laughs> he was. Oh God, he had his whole life ahead of him. He just finished a Sudoku, and he was. Oh. Uh, so we shot it there, and <laughs> and I, there, you'd see some mischief and trouble, but not enough to where I was like, oh yeah, these cops have something to do all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think this is half boredom, half, you know. I just love me a good gangbang in the middle of the week. Sure. Right? Wasn't she with multiple cops at once? Yeah. I kind of skimmed the story, but. Well, I mean, it was also kind of like, you know what? Guys do it all the time, and then this woman does it, and everyone's like, what a whore, what a slut. And just because like, she was mm. a cop. Unless yeah. it was like she did it, and there was, you know, let's say an old lady was getting robbed mm-hmm. right in front of where they were fucking. Then I'd be like, you know. Guys. Come on, man. Can we do our jobs, yeah. please? Yeah. <laughs> but maybe that was happening, and they were like, oh, she was going to get robbed anyway. If it wasn't this street corner, it would be the next one, because she's defenseless. There's too many stories of these, like, you know, Cops falling in love with inmates, you know, it's, it's, I say go for it. I mean, who are we? But you said there was a lot of feral women on the set of Chippendales and the gays were like all over it too. And I did love, I could tell down that you mentioned that, like I could see a couple of (laughs) scenes where you're just like, you just pull like an atom and you're just like, all right, ladies, pull those dollars out. Oh fuck, gotta get the, like I felt like it was real. (laughs) Oh yeah, good. Yeah. Oh, my wife was like, were you supposed to look that bad on the rose skates? And I was like, I want a divorce. (laughs) Uh, I, I mean, it was, I, yeah, he, uh, again, Rob Siegel, who did Pam and Tommy, was just like, dude, I, like, say whatever. And then it became a thing where I, it was on a few of the scenes, and then I just started doing it every take because it felt like it needed it. And then he was like, oh, it's this great extra layer. Otherwise, uh-huh. all those dance scenes are just screaming and dancing. And it's like, it does need a little extra something to kind of, whether it's cut to me saying something or just hear it in the background just to kind of, like, uh, add another uh, layer to it like you said but um so that was cool but also you know i'm i mean you know how it goes when you're just like rattling off for a while you're just like fuck did that even make sense or was oh, that sure. like every now and then i'd really hit one where i thought was a good i think one that I, I did at one point where they did a, a close-up on me for it and it was like the real uh, uh height of a big dance you know i was like I was like, you know, ladies, the more you scream, the more they dance, the more they dance, the more clothes come off, the more you sweat, the more they drink your sweat and thrust in your face. I mean, it was just like, and the bigger your eyes get, the bigger the holes gets. I mean, it was just, you know, put that money in the right place, put it in the wrong place and pay the price. And the women are like, oh, yeah, just uh, going nuts. Just feral. I had to do feral. some scenes where it was just there was dialogue in the background with um, uh, Kumail and, and so there'd be like the thumping of the bass and then me just miming what I'm doing, but skating around. And it was, but they, st- but they still like to fucking, because you're going to, we're going to see pieces of you. Yeah. So I'm just like skating around going. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the best. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking, just at one point I was like, I don't think I am on camera. So then I was just trying to make all these people laugh. Um, Did you meet the real guy who was the MC? No, no. Did no. he die? Do you know? You don't know? I don't know. He, yeah. I always want to like, I I'm just gonna- did that with Bob Barker the other day. That did he die? And no, Barker, oh my God. Barker's alive and kicking, by the way. There is one. Okay, going into The Last of Us. So there was this amazing Murray Bartlett. Okay, so watch Chippendales if you haven't already. Yeah. It's amazing. So fun. So good. But then Murray Bartlett also is in 
The Last of Us, where he plays Frank. And this week, everyone lost their minds because it was like, oh, mushroom zombies, which, by the way, right now, a mushroom apocalypse does not seem that bad to me right now. Oh, no. I'm like, Sounds oh, I get nutritious. To, and it's fine. Like, all of a sudden, you'll just be like, yeah, Adam, how you doing? But, and you're like, oh, well, here it is. You know? And then, and then you <laughs> just like, put me down, or you guys can just leave before I start running, shut the door, and just leave me down here. I'll be fine. I'll That's just a- hang out in the corner like the guy at the end of the Blair Witch Project. But um, that was a great mushroom zombie. That's it. That's a little. It was a little uh, Mowgli from Gremlins, yeah. and a little um, like Chucky if he was, uh, you know, I don't know, just got a like a Mogwai adjacent account. Yeah, yeah, that's my rising. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it literally is. Uh, it was this storyline where Nick Offerman is like this man, like he's in this town. They have. Uh, told everybody in the town to leave, go to these quarantine zones, but like the quarantine zones were full, so what do they do? They ended up just killing them in an out, like in a ditch. This is the Holocaust. <clears throat> Pretty much. It's yeah. just kind of like we're at that level of like we can't do anything. So Nick Offerman is a survivalist. He's like bunker person. Yeah, yeah, His yeah. whole life he's been ready, so he walks out, he sees this town like abandoned and he's like, "Yes!" And so he's got He like, loves it. He's got all he the just wanted wine. His- can go to the grocery store, like no one's there. Everything's been like, like you know, there's a fence around the whole town and he's got the coats. I don't know if he built the fence or whatever, but he grows his own vegetables, everything. And all of a sudden one day, Murray Bartlett is in a hole, no pun intended. And um, he's like, hey, no, like I can help you out and, you know, just let me help you out. I know you're alone and da, 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 da. So and anyways, they start like having this relationship mm. and become like lovers and partners and Friends, yeah, are they both gay or do they become gay because? Well, like, there is you and me. there is a moment where he's cooking dinner for him and he's like, "Oh, I see that you paired a rabbit with a Beaujolais," and when that was like code, which I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> yeah. rabbit!" <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, post-apocalyptic open grocery store where you have every item. Yeah. Stored I, for you, and I was like, "Oh," uh, and so the, and, and and then they do this whole thing of like shower up. Go take a shower. We're going to bone it down in this zombie apocalypse, yeah. which I can respect. Yeah. Now, a lot of people online were like losing their shit. They're like, it was a great episode. I just don't want that gay shit in my face. Oh, my God. Losing it. I had people sending me that. And no. I like posted on Instagram. I'm just kind of like, well, you know what? We got to watch your shit all the time. <laughs> I I am very optimistic now because as somebody who like might be living in an apocalyptic time. Oh, yeah, it's coming. I know for a fact, like I, I have my, I have my, like, my, uh, what's it called? My checklist. <laughs> I'm already doomed. I can't even, I don't even know what the word checklist is. I have my lesbian down the hallway, Denise, who's like ready to go. What is on your checklist? What sort of weaponry is Justin Martindale walking into an apocalypse with? I'm glad you asked. Um, Ballpoint pen. It's definitely going to be, I'm going to order like a whole bunch of like, uh, I'm going to do a uh, blowtorch. I'm going to get, you know what, because I don't necessarily have to focus on my hair game as yeah. much, so I can have bulk aqua, like, uh, yeah. Aussie spray. Yes. Put a stick on it, get a lighter. Great <laughs> idea. You've talked about them. I would have uh, said machete for you, like a sword of some sort. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I could do a sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could hack into some shit. Yeah. Um, but anyways, where I was going with this, it was such a great story. However... There was a moment, and I you mentioned uh, someone not being dead, Bob Barker. You yeah. thought Bob Barker was still alive. Yeah. I did. Um, he is still alive. I thought he was dead. 
Oh, you thought he was dead. Oh, shit. I thought he was dead, too. No, I think he's... At least Google said he was alive. He's like 90-something years old. He's still perving out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, one of those stories where you're like, welcome back to duh, where they're like, Bob Barker used to fondle the, the beauties. Oh, really? Oh. We named the grotto after him. <laughs> what? I mean, God bless him. He just put, uh, you know, from the moment I feel like I saw an episode of that show as a kid, he was like, and, and Sarah over here will uh, set up the Plinko chips. <laughs> where do you think he got the name Plinko? <laughs> <laughs> That's code when I wanted to lick my asshole. You're like, Jesus, it's 1045, Bob. <laughs> we haven't even done one showcase showdown, dude. And all these people are from Iowa, and they didn't even know you no, could anything, lick the asshole. Anything. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> this yodeler reminds me of that girl, Bridget. <laughs> you know that little, like, boy, she was a screamer. That's just a fun family game. Hey, come on. But, no one said bar of soap in a car. But in and and uh they had this in Stranger Things yeah. where uh Kate Bush is running up that hill, yeah. like charted after like being, you know, since the eighties, it was like back number one on the top tens. Now Linda Ronstadt has a song that was on this episode of The Last of Us that everyone's like, oh my God, who is this Linda Ronstadt? I'm yeah. like, she is the first ever pop star of all time. Fact. Yeah. She's the first pop star and she's lost her voice now no. to Parkinson's. She can never sing again, which is awful. But I was doing this show with uh, John Hill, who's been on the podcast. He's like, yeah, you know, sad that she died. I'm like, she's alive. And they're like, what? We had an argument. He's like, oh, my God, she is alive. And I'm like, yes, she's alive. She's an amazing documentary, which you should watch. It's fantastic. Um, you want to live that long. To where people are like, he died, right? No, uh, I just saw him at Trader Joe's. And yeah. You're like, doing what? I think dying. Yeah. But I love a resurgence of an old, like, not. I'm not oh. saying like old, but like a, of, a, of a pop star from the past, you oh, know? Oh, yeah. Like when they play a song in the right episode of television that everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah that was a good song. Well, real quick, and this is uh, probably something most people are thinking about um, on, on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. What pop star in, say, let's say 30 years, mm -hmm. do you anticipate making a sweet, sweet, you know, reprisal of their careers? And I'm going to just throw a couple names in the hat for you. Okay. Nick Lachey. No. It's one of the O-Town guys. No. They performed at Heart the other day. Evan and Jaren. Um, no. What about women, though? Men don't really chart as much as men as women do. Jessica Simpson. She's doing it on TikTok right now. Mandy Moore. Candy's pretty good. Go on. <laughs> um Oh, uh Shakira. No. She measures her jellies in the fridge. It's what? weird. What's that? That's how what? she found her husband cheating on her. She was measuring the jelly and she's like, I don't eat jelly. Yeah. And so, like, her, isn't that weird? So, a woman he had over yeah. was in the fridge eating her jelly. And Shakir saw the jelly She's was. like, that's not where I left it last time. So, who's cheating because you don't eat jelly? La, 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 la. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Do you think she sings that after she catches oh, every <laughs> man she's ever been with in an, an adulterated situation? She's like, Look at and, yeah, and they're like, ah, Shakira, goddammit, she's here again. Uh, <laughs> you ate too much, Captain Crunch. You're like, I know you don't. I know you're a Frosted Flakes man. I don't do voices, but you know. Oh, yeah, yeah she's that's what happened. But I will answer your question because here's my pick. 30 years from now, Fiona Apple. Oh, great call. We're going to have wow. Criminal in a show and it's going to be like, oh, yeah. Even like a uh, Tori is Amos. She, wait, is is who sings the I've been a bad, bad. That's, that's Fiona Apple. Gotcha. Who Tori Amos does. Uh, Tori Amos is like, cut a 
sneeze, sneeze. Yeah. yeah. And then there's um, Jewel. You can throw Jewel, Jewel in the mix. My hands are small. I know. Yeah, but it's always women. Yours, because guess what? On the way over here, I was listening to Andy Cohen's Kiki Radio on Sirius XM, Humble Brag. <laughs> and guess what song came on? Those old, like old 2000 songs are having like a resurgence Lilith now. Lilith Fair came on. Not Lilith Fair, but she was in Lilith Fair. Yeah. Sarah McLaughlin's Delirium. Do you remember that? Sarah McLaughlin and Delirium. It was a group and they had a song called Heaven Holds a Sense of Wonder. And I, there was a time where we jammed out to like Celtic moods. Fuck yeah. Do you remember? It was like, like we Oh, Amya. Dude, I would walk yes. by uh, in a Target and see, now that's what I call Celtic sounds of 98 and i was like dude uh, all right yes we did it we jammed out to it like um there was a song there's an bagpipes. album called the pulse there was a there's an album called fired up yeah i turn to you like dude there was a time where you couldn't buy a pan flute online because they were all sold out all sold <laughs> unless you fucking had some zelda fetish now that's what i call pan flute <laughs> release your inner satyr <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, man. McLaughlin, though, she ain't going anywhere. No. Because Dawson's Creek ain't going anywhere. No. And also, Sick Dogs ain't going anywhere. Well, Dawson's Creek was Paula Cole. Open up your morning I light. thought that was McLaughlin. No, McLaughlin is Angel. Arms of the Angel. Like, um, what's another one that she did? She was in City of Angel. No, 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 no. Paula no. Cole. Where the Paula fuck is Paula Cole at? Shaving her pits somewhere. I don't know. I have no clue. Do Where have people... all the cowboys gone? Where's Paula Cole? <laughs> is that, that is one of her lyrics. Yeah. Now, here's somebody that in 30 years will we be talking to, because I want to get into the, some, of the, uh, some sure. of the stories for this week. Super Bowl, are you excited, Philly Deal? I'm going, yeah. You're going? Mm -hmm. Really? I'm going to do um, some shows and then some, you know, some um, Super Bowl? interview stuff. And then, <laughs> oh, really? Uh, and then, um, yeah. Kansas City versus Philadelphia. You got it. God, I'm rooting for the uh, Chiefs. Okay. Um. Uh, <laughs> Did you? I'm like, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I was waiting. <laughs> that is. I was like, we don't have to wonderful. talk about this. If we don't want to. Yeah. I am rooting for Rihanna. Yeah. Because everyone's really excited. They're like, what is she gonna do? Is she gonna do like a like a 15 minute long makeup tutorial? What's gonna happen? Hilarious. Yeah. She's. I mean, this is a big get for the Super Bowl. I feel mm -hmm. like you think so. Uh, well, where's she been? You know, I think the Super Bowl loves to go. Remember this. Go. Right? Last year was Eminem, right? Snoop, everybody, and that Very was a nice Lige. throwback. Yeah. Even when, um, well, I guess when Cole played, when I went to, uh, the last one I went to was um, my Seahawks versus Denver in New York, and Bruno Mars did it, and it was incredible. But they were pretty established, and like, it yeah. made sense. But this feels like a, I always get curious too, like, you know how sometimes, you know, when, when an actor gets a job, you know, and you're like, oh, that's, but like, who else was up for it? They clearly weren't the main like Jim Carrey when he played um the uh, was it the Riddler in Batman Forever? Uh-huh. Uh, I heard Robin Williams was supposed to do that and didn't, so then it was Jim Carrey, which I'm like, "Oh, how many of those parts were they like up for?" But same thing with the Super Bowl, I'm like, "Was Rihanna the first choice or were they like, what's what's Paula Cole doing right now?" Oh god, could you imagine? Get me Paula Cole and Jewel. <laughs> Just a little fair Super Bowl halftime. Oh, completely. Yeah, so. Come to my window. <laughs> Just like a. But people still twerking. Oh, every bunker person comes out and sees <laughs> the sun for the first time. They're like, finally, <laughs> our lesbians have called us. Yes. Elaine, put the soup on. I don't know who that was. I don't do characters either. But that that uh, that would be 
People would watch it, mm-hmm. and I think that's what Rihanna's doing. It's I'm the people will watch it. Really excited for it. You know, everyone, of course, is just like, who is she going to bring? And I'm like, just let her do her. Yeah, what the My fuck? God, she just had a baby. Leave her alone. Leave she her alone. Stuff ball. Let her go up there and, um, you and know. And she, she's nominated for an Oscar for her song from um, Wakanda Forever, which wow. still, like, it, it's a sad song. Really? Oh. Live me up. Oh. Oh, that's her. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, anyways, everyone's excited about uh, about Rihanna performing, except for this guy, who's a priest. So, this guy, Pastor Gerald A. Johnson, took to TikTok, because I love a priest on TikTok. You know what? I've been saying this since TikTok came out. Where are the priests at? Yeah. Hashtag FYP, FY priest. Yo, I want it's someone... the four-year priest page. <laughs> Yo, give me that priest content. Yeah. What's the priest on TikTok saying? Oh. So, he said... He died. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. He, oh, listen. The, he went to hell after he died. He suffered a heart attack and allegedly died in 2016. Pastor Johnson claims he found himself in the blazing inferno instead of the pearly white gates, where he claimed he encountered, quote, indescribable feelings, no, happenings that he wouldn't wish on his worst enemy. He saw hell. I yes. mean, kind of awesome. He says he stumbled across a room where demonic advocates sang torturous renditions of oh. hits like Rihanna's Umbrella. This is so specific. Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy, <laughs> and Jasmine Sullivan's Bust Your Windows. Oh, it would have been like, and Raffi's Down by the Bay, where the watermelons grow in hell. In hell. Uh, that said, <laughs> is bonkers. I know. He also says he knew that on Earth a lot of the lyrics, music, and songs were inspired by demons because, of course, and this TikTok got over. Four million, four million views. Every lyric to every song is so torment you as oh wait, he doesn't even speak English, right? You as to the fact that you didn't worship God through music when you were on the earth. Um, why was a man of God cast into hell in the first place? Well, he says the answer came from Jesus himself. Yep, you you heard it right. Who said that the priest secretly wished punishment on those he didn't forgive, resulting in his temporary damnation? Mm. So uh, now Rihanna and I'm here. I'm kind of here for it. If Bobby Bobby McFerrin, Rihanna, and Jasmine Sullivan are like the, you know, soundtrack to hell, the I'm here for it. Mary fuck kill. And also, yeah, if you get to hell and you remember anything, you gotta come back and tell people, even if it makes you look as crazy as this guy, you know, is. Mm-hmm. You, you gotta share your story, right? It's like you survive a tsunami. Tell people what you were thinking about. Yeah. As you were like, I almost drowned in a wave pool at Wild Waves once in Seattle. Did which, you? Yeah. Terrifying. Oh, what I'm music ta- did take- you hear? <laughs> <laughs> like that's the number. What was the soundtrack like? Great question. Celtic I think I, moods. I heard. I heard a. a Carry a legend on the road and I won't travel by uh, Steve Winwood. Um, oh, I would do that. Yeah. No, I. I don't. I think I heard just the screams of other kids. And then the own gurgle scream combo of me as I tried to come up for air. Jesus. That was terrifying. And then Valerie, call me Valerie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the same used to be. Another Steve Winwood classic. That song's full of just synth and Steve. Do you think Steve Winwood was just fucking his way through the 80s? Or do you Hello, think. Hello, was- you were in a show about it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you think Steve Winwood was at a table at Chippendales? Not at Chippendales, but. Mm, <laughs> He might have gone. Yeah. I don't think he had a VIP uh, gotcha, yeah. pass, but I think he probably like checked it out. Checked maybe. It out, yeah. It seemed like a spot that maybe even if you that's not for you, you're like, I got to go see what it's like. Got to go see what it's like. Even if gay or straight, just be like, what's all this talk about? You totally. know, but I, also I'd be so in the closet in the 80s that I'd be like, 
let's get some girls together and like go see what what's happening. <laughs> Whoa, Whoa, yeah. Whoa. Oh yeah. I brought Coke. You know, I'd be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of Coke in the 80s. <laughs> For sure. Um However, I do. I want to go back to Rihanna real quick because very specific song, Umbrella. Real quick, is she going to perform Pregnant, Ali Wong style, at the Super Bowl? God, she should. No, she had the baby. She had the baby. She had the baby. Gotcha. But um, that would be amazing. Right? It's never happened before. No one's done it. But she will do a rendition of Umbrella. And I'm going to say Umbrella was number one back in the early 2000s. Loved it. But it was one of those songs that like waterboarded me. Yeah. You know, it, it was like Gwen Stefani. I was like, uh, there was a lot of spelling in the early 2000s. Fergalicious. That's right. Umbrella was one of those songs. It didn't spell, but it was just like, Ella, Ella, eh, eh, eh. She's like, that's 45 seconds of the song right there. So maybe if it maybe it was a little satanic for the priest. Where yeah. you know, there is also that lyric in Umbrella. I don't know if you've heard it, but it's like when the blood and the birds fall out of the sky, hell will have a reckoning. Ella, eh. You don't really hear it a lot on oh, radio God. edits, but it's there and it might be in Latin. <laughs> so it's Ricky Martin singing it. <laughs> but I'm really excited about that. Now, um, moving on to our next story. You used to work at Universal Studios. Correct. Now, this it's always sad when a ride closes, right? And I don't know if you heard about Splash Mountain finally closing. What? You didn't know that? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I stopped going to SplashMountain.com for updates last oh. year. Mm-hmm. What's happening with this ride? They closed it. Because Why? it's racist. Somebody died? Well, I'm sure people have died on it before. You know, there's all the, there's all those stories of like people scattering ashes on the rides and stuff. Oh, I 1,010% believe that the stories we hear of people falling off coasters and sure. fucking slides is a quarter of what's actually happening. Cover up, for you sure. you know how many people have probably had fucking seizures in Toontown? <laughs> Go on. Not raps. I'm talking about body shakes from really? top, to, top to bottom. Ugh. Oh, man. I, the last time I was at Disneyland, I saw probably four different pockets of people convulsing or over or heat exhaustion or straight up uh, attacks of the heart and um, in Toontown all over the park man wow. the park's just stimulation city well yeah you're also eating like large amounts of just sugar and oh a diet coke and a funnel cake will put you into cardiac yeah arrest. and you're in like the Anaheim sun in the summertime yeah but that's what we're here for you sounds, know that sounds it's like just... a McLaughlin song <sighs> the Anaheim sun in the summertime or like a Lana Del Rey song like seizures in Toontown <laughs> From the makers of Guys and Dolls. Um, but they closed down Splash Mountain. Bummer. Because it was, you know, Song of the South is very racist. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's very, it has like is racist. Zippity Doo like, what is that code for? We can't for, like, say that anymore. For real? No, I don't know. I don't. The code was. What did you say? Out! Zippity <laughs> this is a welcoming Doo-da. podcast. The song actually, when you break it down, means don't let the Jews use the bathroom. You're like, oh, <laughs> is that, well, Disney, okay, yeah. I loved this ride. This was no joke, my favorite ride. <laughs> Can you imagine Zippity Doodah was they sang that while they were like pushing? Like... <laughs> That's what you hear in hell as well. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, Zippity Doodah. Talk about Hell Elements, which yes. is a great band name. Hell <laughs> Elements is a big part of this ride. When you after that first drop, it's dark, and before Zippity Doodah takes its course, and the animals start popping up, which on an edible is the Amazing. freakiest because they're like, "Poof, I'm not real, or am I?" And uh, and that's for me is always too much and I'm too high. But the drops are fun. Mm-hmm. The darkness is like appropriate, but I can see why um 
I can I can see some of the racial tendencies now. Yeah, I'm, people didn't really like the darkness undertones of the. I think ride. there was like a black penguin. There's Unnecessary. A, there was like a there was like a tar baby and like it's like it's one of those. Yeah. It's like the only VHS like Disney quote quote classic you cannot find anywhere. So there was like petitions to like, hey, let's close the ride. It had its run. Like it's been around since the '90s. Like you know, who spoke up? I don't know. Br'er Rabbit. I don't I don't really know. I'm sure maybe. No, I'll tell you who spoke up. Princess Tiana. She said, no, thank you. We're turning this ride into uh, the Princess and the Frog, Tiana's yeah. Bayou. And it's going to be amazing. We do. Wait, are you saying the, the girl who played Princess Tiana at the park? No, Anika Noni Rose did not. No, oh, no, no, gotcha. no. You just no. reminded me of when I worked. I thought you meant the girl at the park because when I worked at Universal, we would have these character meetings. Uh-huh. It was Wolverine. Did a myriad of jobs there. Tour guide, Fear Factor live show, New York cop. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah. Slow down, guy, John yeah. Stamos. You're going too fast. Save some hair gel for the rest of us. <laughs> nice, is what Stamos said to me. Easy actor guy. So um, so I'm playing Wolverine, <laughs> and we have these character meetings, and there's a guy who plays Groucho Marx. Uh-huh. There's fucking Captain America, who's just a guy who drives a Jetta. And, uh, but, but there's a guy who shows up when he's not working in Spider-Man apparel, mm-hmm. and you're like, you can take the day off and then um there's shrek fiona we're all you know uh lucy fucking we're all in the break room it's and hung over it's yeah. hilarious oh totally and yeah. to hear certain conversations in certain costumes was something i will cherish forever but we have this character meeting and uh and it's you know big just the news of the day guys spielberg's in the park oh like so be on the lookout and there's it's gonna be a hot day and it's you know we've reached a record two hundred and thirty thousand people here so be on your best whatever and and then now um just uh, comments concerns of how everything's going and some people you know hey uh you know we're, we're you know um uh, hey uh, green goblin uh jerry oh uh, but uh, <laughs> uh i just i feel like the breaks are getting shorter uh, every week i feel like their time we're on time we're not getting pulled off set when it's it's too hot in the yeah. park well we'll look into that jerry thank you um brian <laughs> and the guy who played groucho Marx would always ask his questions in character and oh. it was literally oh no it was awesome never an off day. i had a soap in the bathroom as i and I forgot, I don't know how he talks, but I just remember he would always grow his mustache and I would just watch him and I was like, dear God, he was like, let's open the bathroom's a little powdery, don't you think? And our boss would be like, yeah, <laughs> okay. And watching her try to respond to him in character was just really funny. Anyway, that's what I thought you were referring to when the princess. No, but I mean, I could have you back and we could just do a whole episode of your theme park trauma. Oh my God. That's like so amazing. Start the clock. Please do. Uh- <laughs> Just before Halloween in 1985, a pipe bomb exploded in an office building in downtown Salt Lake City, killing a man and leaving the entire city on edge. As the smoke cleared and investigators began the search for answers, it became terrifyingly clear that this was just the beginning. Suddenly, looking for the culprit became a race against time. Hi, I'm Jeremy Schwartz, host of the new true crime history podcast, American Criminal. We take you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side to the American dream. In our latest season, the desperate hunt for a killer leads the authorities through the complicated world of historic document collectors, and eventually right to the door of the Mormon church. Listen to American Criminal, The Salt Lake City Bombings, wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com. Uh, no, but like, yeah, Tiana, who uh, the character of 
from Princess and the Frog. She is taking over that. Splash Mountain. Oh, that's what the ride will be. They're going to make it Tiana's Bayou Adventure, which I'm excited because we don't have a Princess Tiana ride yet. So they're like, this is Southern and racist. So make and it- people are pissed off about it. But I'm like, you know what? We took off Tower of Terror and we made it Guardians of the Galaxy. What is the difference? Yeah. So that's a classic ride. So the drop, they'll probably change. Yeah. The drop will still be the same. You're just going to have fireflies and like, you know, magnolia flowers and a crocodile (laughs) playing the trumpet. That's it. Relax. Relax. You're going to have a heart attack in Toontown later in the day. Just calm down. You just, a crocodile playing the two stuff. Like an out of touch mom that's just like, these kids are down at the school dance and fingering each other's mouths and... (laughs) There's a crocodile playing the trumpet. <laughs> Just doesn't know what's going on, yeah. but everyone's fucking. But here's yeah. the outrage. Because Universal Studios just solidly roasted Disney parkers. Hell so, yeah. Yeah. Disney and Universal going at it because. Well, Disney took our Marvel characters away. Oh, that's right. I was there when that happened. And a guy who played uh, Spider-Man walked in. He was like, did was you, it, did was you it the news? <laughs> and I was just like, you got your life back? Because you've been doing this for 18 years, Jay. And, you know, I look, it's been your livelihood. I get it. Go to law school, baby. You always yeah. wanted to finish up. Disney bought the Marvel, so I guess that's just it. And it, it was sad, though. Some of these people were lifers, and that was that was a wrap. But what did, what did Disney do to Universal? I mean, you know, everyone has a different journey. <laughs> oh, but, they were in a tweet war. Oh, yeah, there's a tweet war because apparently when they closed down Splash Mountain, there were people who were like, we're going to make a buck off this. We're going to be rich, see? So now they're selling, these guys have gone in, and girls probably have gone in with bottles of water and are selling the Splash Mountain water on eBay. Allegedly Splash Water, Splash Mountain Water, Splash Mountain Water, yes. And yeah, so here's the tweet from Universal, if we just scroll down a little bit here. Wait, who do you judge more, someone who buys Splash Mountain Water or somebody who buys a jarred fart from Stephanie Maddow from 90 Day Fiance? Oh, good question. We can come back to it. I mean, both are trash, right? One's a, are they scams? I don't know. I think the girl who farts in a jar, that's kind of legit. Splash yeah. Mountain Water, let yeah. me see the receipts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How can you fact check it? Yeah. Taste you the can't. chlorine? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. yeah. If it's Pirates of the Caribbean water, I'll know. Yeah. But no one's selling that. But <laughs> hey, water hoarders, take note, you know? So this guy says, hey, this this ride is made, the water's made for splashing, not drinking. So this is a ride in Orlando. um, And they're like, this is their, you know, Universal Splash Mountain. I just thought it was a weird story that people are like, oh, the ride's closed, but the legacy will live on. You can own a bottle of our infamous water. Oh, God, imagine going to the house where that is stored and on a shelf in a presentational manner. Yeah. Maybe it's like, I mean, shit, maybe, you know, you're you're, you're going over to your soon-to-be mother-in-law's house, and she's like, do you want to see my knick-knack room? And you go, oh, yeah, for sure, Barb. I've got so many treasures and trolls and and tropes and whatever the word is and gadgets and gizmos. <laughs> oh, you got it. Uh-huh. I love that song. Oh. I've got it actually written down and framed up here <laughs> next to my Splash Mountain water bottle. Filled with actual water from the ride. I don't know, Grandma. That's just a Dasani bottle. Oh, fuck you, cunt. <laughs> I'm sorry. zippity do Dasani. <laughs> There's no way to tell. I mean, there, I just think it's 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 so stupid. But I just wanted to talk about this before we actually get into more unhinged women's stories. Florida woman. That's the, that's, there it is. Next story. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Florida woman <laughs> yeah. was rescued from a storm drain for the third time in less than two years. Um, I mean, 
I mean, I don't even know where to begin. So this Florida woman, I'm going to read a little bit of the story, was pulled from a storm drain for the third time in two years last week. The Delray Beach Police Department said if officers oh, firefighters... Yeah, that's my favorite beach. ...was responded to a report of a woman possibly in distress while swimming in a canal near the 500 block of Lindell Boulevard. Burr and I went to that beach after we did the local theater. She, This woman, they asked if she needed help. Are you Snagglepuss? <laughs> no, it's me, Dean. What time's my spot? I got a 1045 at the ha-ha. Yeah, yeah, Delray Beach Fire Rescue Special Operations. Oh, my you God. Rock. So this woman reportedly ignored the police officers and climbed into a storm drain pipe. Uh, the Delray Police, there it is, Dean Delray Police, Hell said yeah. she refused to come out and begin crawling farther into the culvert pipe, which crossed under Lindell Boulevard. Oh. Firefighters were able to keep her between the two sections of the pipe, um, and they had a ladder to get her out. She appeared to have no minor injuries and was treated on the scene before being transported. Now, all right. so sure. So she's all good. So this happened one time. But according to local news outlets, um, at the time, Kennedy told police she went swimming in a canal near her boyfriend's house. The same night her boyfriend reported her missing. While swimming, she said she entered a doorway um, and noticed a tunnel. She followed the tunnel until she got lost. Here's our problem. Hey, tunnel followers. Yeah, don't follow tunnels in ditches. You fucking, are you, are you, what are you doing? She'd been walking in the sewer system for about three weeks. Okay, she, she's trying to find the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, or, yeah, seriously. Or she's on, um... You know, she's on some pills. She also said she's been living off in an unopened can of ginger ale she found in the drain while looking for a way out. Okay. I'm sorry. Use your voice. Hello, I'm stuck down here. Can anyone hear me? Look at her. Was this like some weird challenge from an ex? God. Oh, 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 oh. I'm supposed to stay with a woman who came in, walked through a a, a tunnel for three weeks and 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 survive on ginger. I'm on. I'm out, Tina. Yeah. She's now the new spokesperson for uh, what's that ginger ale drink? Oh, um, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? You know, the Canada Dry. What is it? it. Canada Dry. Uh, Go back up. This is actually pretty. Which is a great strip club for um, uh, MILFs over 70. Canada Dry. Get out of here. I don't know. But I love that the police finally contacted her mother, who said that she had a history of mental illness. She's a frequent user of illegal narcotics and has a history of doing odd things and, quote, making bad decisions. Well, she's got to cut out sugar. It changed my life. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know. She's, I don't want to say the face always matches a crime. It Lin- does. Look Lindsay at those crazy Kennedy googly eyes. Looks like she has a Carol Baskin hoodie. Do you know what I'm saying? And she doesn't wear it ironically. She's I like, just like adventure in my life. Oh, I would love a zoo filled with creatures like that. But you know, you got to take care of him and pet him and feed. <laughs> oh God, she's a mushroom person. <laughs> no, it's in my, I think it's my asthma or maybe my hair, my herpes. I got herpes on the inside of my tongue. I try to go to Dr. Pimple Popper, but they don't take they don't they don't take my insurance. Oh my god, Shelly, you look great. Thanks. I'm on this ginger ale diet. It's all a drink. I go to an abandoned storm drain and find a like a Canada dry and I drink it. I don't ask questions. I look great. A lot of people find stuff they just don't try. You gotta find it and drink it to know if you like it or not. Who needs those Zempic to stay thin when you can find, you know, drainage ginger? Drainage ginger ale. Hi sharks. Tired of walking through tunnels late at night and not finding compassion or companionship? We'll introduce a tunnel ginger ale. It's basically piss. 
But it can't, but it's not my piss, so that don't make it weird. You know what? Piss is piss. We all come from piss the same piss. trash. We all come from the same trash. Oh, you ain't drinking piss? Well, why are we even talking right now? <laughs> no, I'm just joshing. But I'll take it to the tunnel if you want to see it. It's not too far. You got to walk through a canal, have your boyfriend drop you off, then leave. Oh, this ain't my first time in the rodeo. Oh, this ain't, this ain't my, oh, oh, I, oh, okay. Oh, I never sat on a chair that was massaging itself a little too hard at Brookstone. Oh, they'll let you stay there as long as you want if you're polite to the manager. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, no I, I don't think it's getting every inside of my butt. And But just don't say stuff like that. She's been through a lot. This is her third drainage ditch that she fell in. We're just going to let her talk for a while. <laughs> That's on the talk show. The guy. Just, anyway, we'll be right back with Lindsay Kennedy on today's show. She fell in a drain again, and we'll see how she kept herself busy yeah. when we come back. Baby Jessica's watching the TV like, son of a bitch! Yeah. I only did it once! Yeah. <laughs> okay, she, more unhinged women. A woman found a lookalike online and killed her to fake her own death. Now, ladies, you don't have to do this. A German woman is accused of murdering a lookalike she found on Instagram in an elaborate attempt to fake her own death. Um, she's identified as a 23-year-old. She killed a beauty blogger um, in Germany last August. Uh, she's uh, Khadija O had been brutally stabbed more than 50 times with her body left on the back seat of this woman's Mercedes. She had, uh, she was identified by her boyfriend. When the body was found, police traced the car's registration to this woman. Given the corpse had been disfigured, investigators assumed that she was the victim. However, a subsequent autopsy report uncovered that the actual victim was Khadija, prompting an investigation into the bizarre case dubbed the doppelganger murdered by German media. Oh, wow. Oh, I mean, these girls... Oh, my God. She... <sighs> okay. I mean... So she killed her so that so she wanted people to think she was dead so she could get what? I don't know. Just, Splash mountain water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Assume the dead wanted to go into hiding. Okay. She just wanted to fake her own death, and she met this girl online and killed her. She did internal disputes with her family. So she wanted to make her family upset. It's a whole thing about, right, when you're, um, <clears throat> to be able to see the <clears throat> way people would treat you mm -hmm. or, or react to your death, right? It's like she just, that's, that's in a level of attention and narcissism that she wanted to be around for so it sounds disputes with her family for sure and she also strikes me as someone who's just like you'll be so sad when i'm dead and Ooh, they're like, and they're like we don't give a fuck lynn or what's you her name you can always tell Gabuji, when and this it? is Sh Sharaban. and they're like we don't give a fuck and she's like you're gonna be so sad when i'm dead you're gonna be so you're gonna regret saying that Before i got saying that <laughs> What if I just killed my lookalike? Ooh. I mean, it is a morbid. a great movie. Morbid. Oh, it'll be on Lifetime next Christmas, starring Candace Cameron Bure. Candace uh, Cameron Bure. <laughs> She'll be like, oh, I want to kill my... It's called a killer Christmas. <laughs> Candace Cameron Bure. I mean, but here's the thing. Mario will be in it. This goes for guys and girls, too. You can tell, at least for me, I'm starting to be able to tell a person's level of craziness slash narcissism how by the filters they use look yeah. at that filter on that one on the left see i i assume she looks like one of the the cocoon things that came out of the human skin remember in cocoon those aliens that unzip and i haven't like heard remember in cocoon <laughs> since cocoon came out in conversation <laughs> i don't think i've heard drink five if you're playing the remember in cocoon drinking game do you remember cocoon every time justin asked his guests if they remember cocoon have you ever done cocaine watching cocoon <laughs> i knew bob barker was alive wow well, 
I mean, <laughs> that's what Bob Parker's doing right now with his beauties. Come on, just come over, sit around, we'll watch TV, make, <laughs> talk about the good old days. So like, all right, just don't don't look at me weird again. Oh, this is the part where they take off their skin. <laughs> you ever done cocaine in Cocoon? Grandpa. Wow, <laughs> oh, this is the sad part. Grandpa leaves forever, goes to the moon or something shit. You know, Richard Dreyfuss auditioned for this movie. Oh, that's the kid from Never Ending Story. He was locked in his school attic, remember? Remember the luck dragon? Yeah, but then he rode that dog and... and <laughs> okay. And oh, this is the best episode. This is so fun. All right. Um, now, 90s were huge, obviously. We had... Uh, what was the movie with Drew Barrymore? Never Will Been Smith. Kissed? Oh, yeah. We Never Been Kissed. We Never had, Been uh, Kissed. So this woman, who was 29, was arrested for allegedly posing as a high school student in New Jersey. Awesome. Which I was kind of like, so... We're all trying to relive our youth. You I know? am. Do you ever have dreams about like being in school and like, but like, go on, but like now, but you're in high school or college again and you're just kind of, and you wake up and you're like, oh God, I didn't study for my yes. test. And you're like, I haven't been in school in like, yes, I've had five the, years. I've had the school of theater, <laughs> the play one where I'm like, go, I'm going on and I don't know any of the lines. I've had that. But then like, there's a fun to it where it's like, all right, well, I'm a way better improviser now than I was in high school. Oh, you guys are going to get a show. So I'm like, all right, this could be fun. Uh huh. But I still, but like, I, I couldn't say all the things I wanted to because I had this like high school filter, almost like, you know, almost like the way you would buzz a dog if it like, you know, you know, yeah, tried the to Pavlov or yeah. whatever. The so I couldn't say everything I wanted to in my dream. It was weird. Like, yeah. I wanted to improvise certain things, but it's almost like my dream was like, dude, don't fuck with the integrity of the whiz. Um, of the Wiz, <laughs> yeah, which was the show. Yeah, I played the Tin Man and the Wiz in, in Shortgrass uh, High School's production of the Wiz in 2004. We had that's definitely a heavily African American cast. We had, I think, I don't know, 28 uh, whites, oh, okay. uh, one uh, black girl, and my Filipino uh, bud Chris DeLeon, um, who um, and uh, <laughs> give him a shout out. And then I was the Tin Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did good Tin stuck. Man. I got stuck real quick on opening night. They only taped opening night. Mm-hmm. Uh, the for the productions, and um and I there was I would do the ballad. What would I? What would I do if I could suddenly feel right? That whole thing. Mm. And he's like, I wish you know, I wish I could get hard and fuck one of those trees, you know. And then um, this is like if Michael McDonald was a <laughs> Tin Man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Lion, come on. Taking it to the streets. I don't know. What, I don't know. That's, Michael he's McDonald. on down the road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but but wait, I, wait wait so then I, yeah. I, my metal our director slash costume designer decorated me with like all these like like silverware he was a very eccentric crazy and he's like well put on like like you know spatulas and all the shit on you and then I got stuck to the scarecrow as I'm singing the ballad uh, so he, and all his fucking hay got stuck to me and literally right after the ballad ends it was supposed to go into this full on slide some oil to me and there was like a fucking 10 person tap dancing behind me uh, and he stuck to me so we start dancing around while he stuck to me and the audience could tell there's and nothing I love more than a high school bad. theater uh, falling apart falling apart did have you, you seen the Peter Pan uh, with the with the wall? Oh, have you seen the 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 Glinda the Good Witch, where the woman comes out? And she's like, "Don't worry, children," and just fucking falls and snaps in half. Have you seen Toto run off the stage and fall? There's so many of them. It's my favorite thing ever. YouTube rabbit hole right now. Go. Av oh man. Yes. High Peter school Pan fails. High school Peter Pan fails is yes. great. High school theater blunders. Uh, oh man. Oh, I had one where I had a the parents huge are so like. 
oh god but then they laugh too like uh, they have to yeah. i had a monologue in school once it was just like it was like a three-page monologue and i had it all memorized down and i had forgotten it it was like opening night or maybe like a couple days after and i stood out there and i'm like here it is i'm gonna give my monologue and i just went i like to read and that's it <laughs> and I walked off the stage and everyone was like, what the fuck? What did he just say? Like, it wouldn't even, there was nothing about reading or I don't even know what it was. The director comes up to me afterwards and she's like, I don't know what happened. What happened? You were prepared for this. You were, what? <laughs> this was your moment to shine. I'm, like, I'm sorry. My studies. I'm just, uh, just leave me alone. I'm a person. I'm drowning in words. Uh, I can't. The business is hard and I'm only 17. You know, like. It was the worst, but it was so fun. But this, okay, back to this. This woman, oh. she got arrested. Uh, she was, she got inspired by the movie. A, investigators accused this woman of providing a fake birth certificate meant to convince officials that she was eligible to enroll in this high school. Um, she'd gone to classes for four days before she was caught. Uh, and she shared, Impressive. I guess, the, uh, the reporters shared this, a video on Twitter about her remarks. She spent most of her time at the high school meeting with counselors who were trying to learn more about her, the superintendent said the school staff ultimately determined that she had used fraudulent information to gain enrollment and immediately notified the appropriate authorities. So she was just chilling. She just wanted to like learn what high school was all about. I mean, the teachers are doing worse with the students. Am I right? No. <laughs> they said this is an unfortunate event. Communication has been provided to the parents. I mean, that's kind of cool. Yeah. They, and she's 29 she was, and can pass as a high schooler? Good for her. Well, here's a little uh, added uh, piece of information. It was reported that students feared Shin may have been trying to lure young people into sex work. Well, there's that. So. <laughs> was that in there? This started off where she was like, I just want to go back and relive the glory days. Remember social studies? I don't, which is why I'd love to go back and try again. See if I can get that B plus to an A minus. And then she was like, and. If, you know, if I find a couple of horny teens that want to suck off strangers for rent money, then so be it. <laughs> I don't know why she sounds you turned like. Into, fucking, you turned into Wilford. What's his name from Cocoon? The Werther's original. Uh, I, glad trash bags and uh, Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, Wilford Brimley was the garbage man, or the garbage, the garbage bag guy, right? He was like, I like raisins, diabetes, and trash bags. Not in that order. Don't sue me or cancel me. <laughs> I don't know. Can you cancel a guy who's dead? I just love that I left out that important detail. It's like, she just wants to live her glory days. The kids were afraid. This she is why you need two eyes on every story. Attempts to contact Shin for comment were unsuccessful on Friday. Oh. Well, yeah, she's chilling over the weekend. And it was unclear if, <sighs> if an attorney is representing her. I Yeah, I, but yeah. Her arrest came out four years after a man in his 20s posed as a high school student and was the best player on his campus's basketball team. See? That's awesome. I did see some posts on Instagram about maybe a month ago, two weeks ago. Uh, what is time, man? What is time? And he, this kid was like six. John, do you see this? This kid was like 6'10 and like in the fourth grade. And everybody was like, oh, this is going to be the next Shaq. But I was like, there's no way that's a real... Uh, child yeah it just can't be <laughs> but i don't know but every now and then there is then you see people uh that get to the um the nfl the nba that are freak bodies that you're like and then you see you know high school middle school and you're like all right they they grow spurted quick but mm -hmm. fifth and sixth grade to be over six five it's crazy. weird yeah i feel bad for those kids there was i had a bad who was yours? spurt yeah you did i was like five three and then i went from like five three to six foot like 
like seven inches eighth grade to like freshman year in high school i was just ah, no, kill nine, nine me. like it was just my bones it was it was awful <laughs> wait it's my not- ears were out here like my neck like just wait my mom like sent me a whole bunch of throwback thursday photos and i'm like oh shit like it's a lot of there Five, i haven't three to posted. six feet so yeah your body was just trying oh, to I was figure just out slender and weird i look like et like when he's excited <laughs> you know <laughs> like, that's so funny yeah it was a lot it was a lot um okay we have a time for a couple more stories right um let's see here we've got keeping it well uh, with school uh, this woman, this story came out today. A suburban school worker stole 11,000 cases of chicken wings and a $1.5 million embezzlement scheme. You know what? Go off. I say good for her. This woman, who worked as the director of food services, um, stole more than 11,000 cases of chicken wings um, over a 19-month period. Uh, she worked for the food director of food services at the school district. She was charged with felony continuing financial crimes, enterprise, and theft, exceeding of $1 million, also a felony. Um, she said that allegedly she placed hundreds of unauthorized orders to food items, particularly chicken wings, mm. with the district's main supplier. Um, she placed the orders separate from the district's legitimate orders and billed the school district for items, believing that she was authorized to make the purchases on its behalf. Okay. So she's just selling side pieces. <laughs> yeah. As side pieces. You know what? I don't know. I, what, what, uh, I always assume like the lunch ladies in, in school were stealing extra pizza boats and marinara. Yeah. Milks. Fucking, you they know knew what? what they were in they for. paid shit. Like, I don't know. Did you ever barter with your lunch lady? Oh, yeah. Well, I had to do emergency lunch a lot, which was the uh, <laughs> single mom, poor kid. You forgot your lunch or didn't have any money to buy it. And you're like, could I get emergency lunch? Oh, like, like, yeah. It's a half eaten grilled cheese and milk that's been smelled. <laughs> and you're like, how do you smell a milk? Oh, the smell. Yeah. There you go. No, I in the paper carton. <laughs> no, that's not a real thing. But but it, emergency lunch was very real. And emergency clothes. If you fucking. Oh, my God. Picture Adam fat kid. Right. And emergency clothes were for like on rainy days at recess. If if it came a rain and and pouring out of nowhere and you fell in the mud and you were covered in shit and fucking shame, you went to the nurse and you're like, "Could I get emergency clothes?" And they're like, "Sure, Fat Adam. How's a tur- how's a purple turtleneck that doesn't fit and black sweatpants that kind of fit?" And you Uh-oh. go, "I'll take it. Uh-oh. I've always wanted to look like I worked backstage crew on Cats." And so then you walk into your fucking you walk back into your classroom. After classes resumed, just in a different outfit. Yeah. That doesn't fit. Uh-huh. And everyone's just like, uh, emergency clothes. Emergency clothes. Yeah. But emergency clothes, emergency food. Emergency food was probably worse. But That's uh, a side hustle, though. She's like, you want chicken wings? I got them. Come on over here, man. I love this woman, what she's doing. Also, there's, you know, they probably had too many chicken. I don't know. If you can outsmart the uh, that end of the, uh, the food world, uh, good on you. I think it's good, you know, and I I applaud our uh, lunch ladies all over because kids are trash. So, you know what? <laughs> I also do want a Fat Adam uh, Marvel or a DC Universe. It could be like Black Adam, but Fat Adam. Oh but with the God. blind of the story is Shazam. So, yeah, Fat Adam turns into like cool Adam now. Hello, Hollywood? Yes. Oh, oh yes. No, Candace Cameron Bure is not going to be in it. Okay, great. 
then you will make it. I don't know. Oh, so she said yes. <laughs> Perfect. What, what what did she what did her and her brother what did her brother Kirk Cameron both say about gays? Uh, I don't know something along the lines of they're terrible and will ruin your children. Don't even let them read to them. Ah, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get Rod Voorhees on the phone. <laughs> oh, okay. I think we have time for one more story. We gotta. Yep. All right. So, <laughs> people, you know, they say don't judge a book by its cover. Unless that book is titled uh, Nazis Rule, Jews Drool. There is that. Then judge the book and the writer. Uh, judge it all. But, you know, I feel like now that we're getting back out into the open, we should look at each other and say good morning and hold the door open for one another. I'm big on more, that. A little more friendly, you know? Real quick, how do you view people that don't say thanks when you hold the door for them? Oh, I hate them. I is that a quick, them. like, yeah. Delete First my number. The, get out of here. Like, I hope something bad happens to you in the near future. <gasps> oh, I have a story. Hold on. This reminds me. Okay, so I don't even remember what year this was. I think I had just moved to L.A. from Texas. So I was Whoa. like Mr. Manners, had a cowboy hat on and boots. Oh, throwback Thursday. It'll happen. I'm telling you. That's a great version of Justin. Oh, just He's in there. Gay cowboy. <laughs> I was broke back mountain before I broke back mountain. Um, Did you wear the hat and ride the bullet saddle ranch? No, 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 no. I didn't do that. No. But I did pass out on a barrel of hay at Gay Pride. We'll be right back. And I woke up with a whole bunch of dollar bills around me because they thought that I was ambiance. Ah, still got it. They, they thought, thought that I, that I was ambiance. <laughs> they thought, like, I had passed out. I was so drunk at, like, this Pride that I had boots on and a cowboy hat. This was the same year Brokeback Mountain came out. And they had, like, hay <laughs> set up in the bar. And I, like, passed out. In the hay, and people thought that I was like art. Well, and Matt, I, you went all out on decorations this year, dude. <laughs> and I woke up with like, you know, it was some good cash around me, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I, did you kind of? And I took it all home. Yeah, and then this black pickup truck picked me up and was like, "You want a ride, kid?" And I was like, "Oh, Hollywood." And I, and I realized that it was the porn star on the cover of my magazine that I had under my bed. So I was like, "I have made it." No way. Oh yeah. And then he was an Uber driver a couple years later. Oh, the mighty have fallen. <laughs> you know? You hear that, kids? From porn to Uber. From porn to Uber. A Hollywood dream. Yeah. It's a, a it's one a act thing. by Justin Martindale. I mean, really, I should just write a book. I, I, I you, have, yeah, I I have a book. I think you're about there. I have a book. But this person, okay, we're not supposed to judge. Okay, going back. So no one said thank you in this. You asked me a question about opening the door. So I opened the door for this woman. Right. And she just goes, Ugh. And I go, I'm opening it. She's like, I can do it myself. And I was like, oh, oh. And I shut it. I was like, well, that was rude. Yeah. She was just an independent woman who wanted, I was like, I'm just trying to be nice. Oh, oh don't do that here. It's not, oh, yeah. That's not what you were saying. It's yes. like, oh, you crippled old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was literally like my age. And I opened the door for her and she was like, ugh, what are you doing? And I go, I'm opening the door for you. She goes, why? I go, because I'm being nice. And she's oh. like, ugh. I was oh. like, yeah, I was crushed. That was Palmer. my first like LA moment. I was like, well, this town's different. Well, she's about to go to a <clears throat> meal shortly <clears throat> after that encounter where she sits down and goes, sorry, I'm late. And the person she's sitting next to is just like, it's over. Yeah. And then she's like, great. I got to go sell chicken wings uh, yep. undercover now. Yep. Like on eBay. I'm going to go kill my doppelganger. Craigslist. Yeah. Some splash mountain piss. So this guy. Does, is tired of people looking at him differently. He's from France. Hold on, audience. All right. He's from France. He has had extreme body modification to look like a, quote, black alien. And he's really upset because he, he says that he can't eat in restaurants anymore. 
He uh, he had a lifelong dream of becoming a black alien and has put his body through several procedures to remove his ears, nostrils, and some of his fingers in order to achieve the look. The Frenchman has admitted that his extreme look has earned him some criticism, and the local restaurants won't serve him on the terrace anymore. Let's take a look at what this guy looks like, yeah. if we can. Oh, oh God! So he took a body modification because he felt he was born in a body he didn't belong to. So he is... Uh, the no nostrils thing is what stood out. Like, it, ears, yeah. yeah, I can. I don't, I don't need you to have ears to be able to stay engaged. So he's, he identifies as trans alien, or I guess. That's what I'm assuming. So he's born in the wrong body. He identifies as a black alien. Who coaches uh, high school softball. Yeah. He says, if I eat at a restaurant, sometimes the server says I can't eat on the terrace. Uh, he added oh, that changing wow. his body to look more alien-like has boosted his self-confidence. There are people that thank me as they feel more secure now that now he the looks that he gets from other people don't bother him. He's covered his body, including his eyeballs, in tattoos. He's removed his nose and top lip in his bid to look like a black alien. Um, his teeth look like jelly beans, and that's the second <laughs> time I've said that today. Hi, I'm Adam Ray. And, you know, L.A. is getting crazy out there. I think every year we walk outside our doors, we go, should I even leave the house today? It's a little... People are cuckoo for cocoa puffs. It is. So, but this guy's got a piece of... Um, what was that? A cha the end of a chapstick through his bottom lip. He looks like he looks like if Skeletor was left in a hot car with chapstick and... Uh, See, the nostrils, yeah. The, the eyes, the pupils. And I get it. You know, he probably... Ha Look, he's got like a... What is it? A, he's got a vision uh, infinity crystal in his forehead. We've also all been there where you wake up one day and you go, I'm going to shave today. I want to mix it up. So oh, that that's him before. Man... What a dreamer. He's so hot. Bummer. That's a good looking. Oh, no. What did he see? Beauty maybe is in the eye it. of the beholder. Totally. He didn't see it. Or again, maybe maybe it's a weird. You never know who's got. Look. But here's the thing. If I'm turning a corner. And let's say it's dusk. And I'm on Melrose. Let's ante it up. Let's ante up the fear, you know. And God. I'm turning right off a corner and this guy's coming towards me i'm going to react and i'm sorry i just was not at around. night for sure daytime i think daytime you might be are more. you kidding me daytime's even worse imagine this guy just coming up to you behind you i would you. be like the mothman prophecy is coming to get me grocery store. do you know where the mayonnaise is yeah, no, uh, what i was the mayonnaise on yeah uh what do you think the doctor thought like the third time he comes in he's like oh uh anthony lafredo Yes, I call my patients by their full name. God. What uh, what are you do what are you doing back here? Well, um, first of all, loving the no ear thing. Uh. <laughs> the amount of conversations I've been able to get out of has been incredible. Mm. So my nostrils, can I, you know, take them off, shave them down. It's so weird. But then, no brows. I'm gonna make a prediction. Here we go. In a couple. I'll say a couple weeks, maybe a couple months. He's gonna change back. No, he's gonna get. He's gonna go to a makeup artist, and they're gonna cover up all his tattoos with like what his skin should have looked like, and he's gonna like surprise his mom. She's gonna lose it, and she's gonna be like, you know what? I don't recognize you with that, and I love you because you're my son. That's why. That's watch. It's gonna. It's gonna happen. This is. I mean, this is like that. <sighs> good for you. I say, do whatever you want. Like, let's open and close with that for sure. That this ain't. I mean. I don't think it's hurting him, but maybe, I mean, look. He can't get a job, Adam. Oh, yeah. Oh, I meant like 
physically. Yeah. Where would he work? Best Buy. Is is there an opening for Wolverine at Universal Studios? Fuck, dude. <laughs> or, I mean, give him a podcast here. I don't know. Um, shit. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you're right. And socially, although there's got to be there's look there's something for everybody. There's definitely a group out there that wants this guy in their entourage. Oh, is he's crying in that picture. Cut to us. Cut to us like hanging out in the hallway with him at the store this week. We're like, hey, we were just talking about you. What's up? Yeah, dude. What? Yeah. Uh no he, fingers too. No fingers. Yeah, he's cut them all off. He's put like shit under his skin. He's like, I'm friends with Quentin Tarantino. Why is oh, my this God. a bigger deal? What was wasn't that a trip? Quentin Tarantino was here the other night. Unreal. I mean, let's just close it with Quentin Tarantino. Uh, one of the cool parts about being in the city and yeah. grinding it out, and if you uh, you get rewarded with with cool nights, I think. Uh, and sometimes, you know, there's probably been comics out here that have done stand up eight times mm-hmm. that have, and every time they've done it, but they still go, yeah, I do stand. I've been doing stand up 15 years. You know, how many times? Well, I did the comedy store like eight times, like 12 years ago. But all eight of those times, they yeah. like ran into, you know, and I'm just going to give names of people that I've met and ran into at the store because of being in it, which is what uh, uh, I think you get rewarded and with. And this segment's called name dropping. Let's do it. But but at the store. Yeah. Name dropping at the store. Robin Williams. Okay. Jim Carrey. Yep. John Mayer. Mm-hmm. Brian McKnight. Mm-hmm. Brian McKnight. Nelly. Nelly. Those last three I all met in, in the bucket seats getting okay. off stage and sitting down and they were right there. Uh-huh. Nelly elbowed me. And uh, I came, I think, with Chris Spencer, and I get off, and he goes, good job, man. I turn around, and I go, thanks, Nelly. And I look back, and I go, Nelly! And he goes, what up? And then uh, we exchanged emails. And I you exchanged emails with Nelly? on my podcast, and he goes, I'm not really in a great place financially, to, oh, whatever. No. And I was like, we don't have to talk about that. We can talk about everything else that's awesome that you've done. Now, that's what I call a dilemma. <laughs> no matter what I do, oh, <laughs> On the Universal tour. On I used the to, Universal lot. So it was filmed where they did Desperate Housewives yep. with Stereo Lane. Stereo so Lane. Did the tour, I would go, and just down there to your right is where Terry Hatcher, <laughs> and then and also right there is where Nelly did, and then I would play a music video, and I would cut back and forth from the music video to me with sunglasses and a Band-Aid on. God bless you. And people were, were all over the country were just like, this guy's going to make it. He's a star. You Look know what? Him. Your Nelly is exactly my Quentin Tarantino. That happened to me when he was here. I was up on stage, did my thing. Did you know he was there? Huh. Who? Quentin in the audience. He was there. Yeah, but did you know he was? Uh... No. Okay. So I'm in the hallway. I hear screaming. Yeah. Which is normal here, but like really loud, just talking full voice. And I'm like, what the hell? Like Lucas Hurl, <laughs> Lucas Hurl's on stage, and I had to shut the door because people in the OR were turning around. They're like, what the hell's going on? Now, that's happened before where a drunk woman got dragged out into the hallway. Like, I don't know, that was a couple months ago or whatever. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm just always around there to shut the door or open it back yeah, up again. Yeah. You know, I'm a noise control guy. So I look over, and it's Quentin Tarantino talking to Mark Marin, And I'm like, can you shut? Quentin, mm. Okay, can carry on. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, talk as loud as you want. Yes. I'm not going to hush Quentin Tarantino, yes. right? So I just shut the door. I go on stage and I do my thing. I come back down. I sit in the bucket seats along the wall. Nudge. Hey, man, you're really fucking funny up there. And I was like, thanks, Quentin Tarantino. Whoa. And I lost it. I was like, ugh. And I sat there because John was like, sit down next to Quentin Tarantino. And I was like, oh my God. 
And I sat down next to him and I wasn't expecting like a hello or anything. And he just nudged me. He was like, man, you're really good. Shook my hand. I was That's like, That's oh, so cool, man. So great. And I left too early. I saw you all got pictures and stuff. But he was he was laughing at you. And that's why I got up from that seat. And you're like, I'm, I'm going to go get a water. I said, no, you're not. You're going to go sit next to Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. He liked you. Oh, yeah. Well, he was in the main I, room while I was on stage. And I heard somebody go, <laughs> And I go, I go, nice laugh, dude. I go, you sounded like you were falling out of a hammock. And then I go, who was that? Silence. And I go, who is it? No, and then Emily goes, oh, that was Quentin you were making fun of. And I was like, oh, good thing he didn't like bring it up later. Oh. But that's why he didn't say his name, obviously, because I think there's only one Quentin you would think of. Yeah, I don't and know also, a lot of voice Quentins. is pretty distinctive. Um, I had a moment like years ago where I was like on stage and I'm looking in the, and I heard a ha ha. And I was like, what the hell? And I looked down to the OR and I was like, I'm sorry, are you Macy Gray? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I have to stop my set. We sang I Try in the OR. I had everyone like, get start the fuck acapella, out of here. Just did the whole thing. It was like one of those moments at the store. I was like, that was, that was mwah, chef's kiss. Wow. And then I had, what's his name? Big and Rich, the little guy who won The Apprentice with the cowboy hat. He was like, you're really funny, motherfucker. And I was like, oh, thanks. Are you big or rich? Or, or You're not big. You're probably rich, right? And he was like, let's get him a shot. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, take your clothes off. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? Whoa. Yeah. And he was like, come on, don't y'all want to see him take his clothes off? And people were like, no, he's on stage working. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, the... Um... <laughs> It is. Uh, it's. It's cool. It's better to not know that they're uh, there. That they're there. Yeah. Like a few months ago, I get off and John's like, "Yo, Kevin Bacon just saw you do stand up," and I was like, "I'm glad I didn't know that. I would have turned it up a notch and probably, you know, tried to write a quick Kevin Bacon joke." Unless, uh, you're, unless you're Annie. Annie only wants to get up in front of the celebrities. Oh, I mean, he'll run from room to room depending on where Quentin's sitting. I mean, we know. <sighs> We see the Van Corona pics, you know? It's like, we get it. We get it. We get it. I love her. She doesn't even hide it. I love it. But also, like, what if this guy, what if this black alien guy was sitting front row and you're like, hey, how's everyone doing? Goo-hoo! Like, would Great you- question. I yeah. would prob... You know what? I... I would, if nobody had talked to him yet and it was like, uh, I was two from the end in the main room. No one, you think no one talked to him yet? Because they're scared. Because they're scared and yeah. they also maybe don't do crowd work or they don't feel comfortable. Or, in fact, sometimes you'll see people that you go, oh, you're not as comfy breaking the fourth wall. So you're going after this guy because you think you need to. Mm -hmm. Because you're like, and, and then, and it's just, it's very apparent because it'd be like, dude. It's it's more instead of inquisitive and maybe trying to get info from him and treat him like a real person and then and then at some point ask build yourself like you know um, you know support from the audience to be like five questions in be like dude that's crazy so but what like, if he's what like, did you do to your like asking something really fucking crazy that everyone's like all right now we can tell you're being not malicious so maybe you can fuck with him a little bit I bet he's like a sweetheart but if you're like you're like oh you're really scary he's like yeah I get it all the time um I don't really you're I, like yeah the I'm voice not, isn't helping you're dude. like wait a minute yeah. whoa 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 did they I'm, also I'm mess with that I'm just a normal that? person I yeah. just live my everyday they also life. gave me a Disney rat voice when they I asked the doctor to cut off me fingers and give me a Dick Van Dyke if he was a turtle in Mary Poppins 4, even poppier. <laughs> and he gave me a free bottle of Splash Mountain water. <laughs> oh, wow, for two fingers? What a deal. 
Uh, well, Adam, thank you so much for being here. Make sure to what follow him. Where can everyone follow you? Uh, you can follow me uh, at Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram, Twitter, and the Tiki Talk. AdamRayComedy.com. Tour dates from now until the end of August. Yes. Uh, and then Young Rock uh, Fire Nights on NBC. And about last night podcast. Check it out. I was going to say about last night podcast. Back Check on it out. very shortly. I know. I got to get back on. That was fun. The last time you were on, it's like we, years ago. I think it was Halloween. It was when I did it with uh, with little Brad and um, terrible apartment. Terrible, terrible person. Check under your chairs. He could be there right now. Um, you get a Brad. You get a Brad. And and um, we talked. It was Halloween, and I remember we talked. It was right before the Saved by the Bell, um, real life, true Hollywood. Or what, remember there was they would do those Lifetime. Um, the oh, real, the remake, like the Untold story. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, and they we were, were all like, about that. they were all like, they didn't match up with like who we thought because it was like written by Screech, I think. Oh, they're remember. They're RIP. So it was all yeah. it was Dustin Diamond's take of them. He's all really dead. Yeah. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Adam Ray. See you next time on Just Say with Justin Wardell. See you guys next week. Bye.